wasn't sure if it was. I was uh, playing. I will Death follow you Cab into the dark yes. for cutie. I love that song. Okay, listen to it. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with Death Cab for Cuties oh, library, but I do know the band and the name Death Cab yeah. sounds like it should be awesome. Woo. I accidentally played this. Yeah. Not great bumper music, but no, you know. But very beautiful. I love this song. This would have been way better. This song's so good. They're a good band. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like the Postal Service more. Figured you'd like one of their least popular songs. Oh, the band Postal Service. Oh. For Death Cab for Cutie, I love the Grapevine Fires. There's whiskey in the water. What's Death Cab for Cutie's song? And there is death. The one that I would know. Nope. Nope. They have so many. Nope. Like, what's their big... This is what you like? Oh, yeah. This is Above Great Heights. Such great Such heights. Such great heights, yeah. Such a big fan you are. Is this the Hey Delilah song? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that was Plain no. White Tees. His lyrics are just so amazing. Oh, really? I let's, love them. Let's go through it. Okay. Let's listen to okay. them now. As soon as this video game stops, I'll hear the rest of it. Oh, player one, yes. game over. Oh, no. Player two, get ready. Do me a favor. Can I take a nap? Wake me up when they start singing. I believe this is a cover. I believe the band Iron and Wine did this song originally. Another Maybe. great band. Yeah. <laughs> Freckles in your eyes are mirror images. Right. Because we're, because, you know, we're, we're mirror images because that's where we belong together. Just like you and me, Michael. Don't try to yin yang me. <laughs> what if I wrote this song but put more logical lyrics in there? Like, <laughs> I, I really love French fries. I don't mean it for a parody. I mean, what if I was really going to sing about things that matter? Yeah, uh, right. Soul Meets Body is probably their big song. Who? Death Cab for Cutie. Oh. Who? Somebody let a little owl in here. <laughs> Soul Who Meets Body. Who were we talking body. about for the last 10 Oh, minutes. we were talking about the Postal Service. Also great, but... Uh... Yeah, this great. one? Oh, too many bells in these songs. <laughs> I keep looking. I feel like reindeers are here. <laughs> no. uh, I will possess your heart. That is another That's good one. That's the good yeah. song. That's, That's got like a, a four-minute intro, though, before That's the good song, though. Yeah. I like Outside of this fires. song. There you go. This is the one that makes me think this guy really kills people. You on my death cab with this song. Literally four minutes, 26 seconds. Yeah, right? And eat it. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. no. That guy knows what's up. <laughs> uh, Joe, I have uh, sent to you and put on our Instagram, Instagram.com slash the Mike Calta show, a picture of me and a don't put it up yet. Galvin, mm -hmm. this may be tricky. 
It's a group of Boy Scouts from Chute 24 in Staten Island, New York, head by Assistant Scoutmaster Leon Bernstein, as we like to call to mock him, Neon Leon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he was our Assistant Scoutmaster taking us to summer camp for the summer, two weeks in the Pennsylvania mountains, or one week. And Anyway, uh, this is the group photo of me and Boy Scout Troop 24. Try to guess which one I am. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. Put it up. Oh. <laughs> Dead center, super yeah. cool in the back. Oh, how did yeah. you know? Sunglasses on. I have sunglasses on. Yeah, there you go. I'll tell you. You and the counselor. Me and Neon. Well, he was wearing them because he was Neon. What do you want to know? What are you doing over there? Let me. Let me turn that microphone on. Hold on. What's that? I'm gonna point to which one the cool one is. Okay. I'll see if I can remember who. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not pointing to the uh, to the screen. In the front row, who was the cool one? That was, uh, what was his name? Michael to your right. That was, uh, he was all right. He wasn't really cool, See, but he was cool to hang out with, but he wasn't cool like, I wouldn't learn anything all, from him. All the way to the left. He does not want to be there. His mom made him. Which kid? That yeah, one? That. Sitting down? He, oh, yeah. yeah. He hates that. He the does worst. not want to be there. He's like, yeah. I actually have friends at school. I don't need uh-huh. to be in this dumb club. Yeah, he was younger than us. The front row, for the most part, were the younger ones. Yeah, and real- this kid, they were like, I don't know, put the foreign kid in there. Yeah, we got to be diverse. Uh, that kid was Paul Arguelles, and the kid, two to his right, was his brother. Their mother was full-on white, and their father was uh, some sort of Asian. Can I tell you, mm-hmm. uh, the only one probably nerdier than you in this group, uh-huh. the one with the goddamn sash on. That was, okay, but can I tell you something? That's Brian Parker. Oh, the Brian oh. Parker? <laughs> Brian Parker was Peter like, yes, he, he was probably the nerdiest one, but the reason why he has that sash on is he was like one of the youngest kids ever in the country to be an Eagle Scout. Yeah, you're proving my point. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Yeah. That's why he has a sash on. Then in the bottom left is Jimmy Wright. He also has a sash on. He's dead. Oh, sash killed him. No, the sash did not yep, kill him. He was sleeping yeah, and strangled him. Yeah. And yeah. In, the, in the middle, right below me, is John John Trapani. John John Trapani. John John Trapani is the second person on my list. If you ask me who I would think would go and uh, be a, really? a gunman at a school shooting. Oh, yeah. And John John Trapani and I are still Facebook friends, and he has not committed a murder, although it turned out exactly like I thought he would. I like that uh, evil Rob Reiner was your uh, <laughs> scout leader. Leon Bernstein. Dude, it looks like somebody photoshopped somebody else's face onto his head in that picture. <laughs> Do you want to know what? The, and he was so tiny. He's standing on something because he was a tiny little man. He he uh, was such a nice guy, and we didn't really understand it till we went to this uh, summer camp. And Do you know why we didn't like him? Why? Not why we didn't like him. I should say we did like him, but why we had less respect for him? Because he used to uh, pull your pants down and do raspberries <laughs> on your butt. <laughs> so... That's why we liked him. Oh. No, he never touched us. He was never inappropriate. He had his own children. His kids grew up, so he uh, he volunteered as as assistant scoutmaster. Mm-hmm. He was very serious, no no play around guy, and uh, he was Jewish. And none of the that's other kids why were Jewish. You hated him. That's a, no, nobody hated him. No. But he but that's why he was the odd man out yeah. because really, in oh, most of those kids all went to Catholic school. And now there's a Jew of us. Oh, boy. It was, oh, man. But then you go away to summer camp with somebody, and uh, Mr. Bernstein was the nicest guy in the world, and we learned a lot from him. He ended up being like, uh, he was a good dude. I wonder what happened to him. He's probably dead now. Oh, <laughs> but we used to call him Neon Leon. I bet yeah. he loved it. He was like, yes. Nope, he didn't like it. And then his son 
We used to call his son came. His son was in his twenties. We used to call him Little Leon, and his name was not Leon, and he did not like it. And he had red hair. Uh, you should wear that uh, handkerchief around your neck more. It's a neckerchief. Oh, neckerchief! And it's part of the the uniform, right? As you can see, I'm in full scout uniform there mm-hmm. with so, jeans on. Well, it was summer camp. Yeah, summer. Yeah, who wears jeans? In well, the it summer? was summer camp up north. It wasn't like Florida summer camp, and I didn't own a pair of green pants. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Am I actually wearing jeans? Yeah. yeah. I love your smirky smile. That is the best part. That's not a smile. Yeah. That's a that's a little bit of torture. It looks like that, a little, it looks like you're kind of like in between wanting to be there and but you're like I know I have to be cool so I got to not pretend like I'm super excited I to be I mean, to I'm in the scouts but I also but wear sunglasses. I'm a so. life scout. No big It's deal. awesome. It was my fourth year of I mean my fourth week of camp that summer. I went to Camp's Best Monday for three weeks in a row, Ooh, and then that camp afterwards. Camp's Best Monday, I'm surprised that I'm not dead. Camp's Best Monday, you just eat Italian ice cream? No, <laughs> it sounds like Camp's that's Camp's Pomoni. They oh, were next okay. to <laughs> right. Camp's Best Monday was in the Adirondack Mountains five hours away from my house, and I went there with a bunch of strangers and some kids from the Bronx, and we lived in the woods for three weeks. So then they had uh, a gun, a rifle range. And they had a twenty two rifle and they would the instructors would take you to the rifle range and you would shoot the gun. So if you're a parent, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no way. How old is your son? He's seventeen. Okay, so when he was eleven, you sent him to a camp where guns aren't aren't uh, as frequent as they are. They're not everywhere like they are in Florida. Yeah. So they send him to a camp where one of the things they're gonna do is archery and and shooting. How comfortable do you feel with that? Not comfortable at all. So it's a one shot twenty two. So you put it a, you put it in, you chamber it, and you uh, you know bolt action, and you fire at a target. Okay. Right. So one year, I put the bullet in, close the bolt, and it gets stuck, and I can't get it to. Now we're on a range, and there's a wooden frame, and you put the gun on the, you rest it on the wood, aim right. it toward the target, and shoot. So I got the bullet in there, and I can't. It's stuck, and I can't get it to fire again. Oh, no. So I take the bolt, and I try to turn it. Meanwhile, the barrel of the gun is on the wood like this, mm-hmm. slips down to where the opening to the gun is now flush against the wood. I don't know it. And as I'm trying to pull the barrel, my finger slips, and I pull the trigger, Bowser. blowing a hole at point-blank range into the piece of wood that it is up against. And thank God, because it was only a twenty-two caliber bullet, it just made a loud noise and the bullet stuck in the wood. But had that been anything of a greater caliber, it would have blown up in my face, perhaps gotten uh, shrapnel or wood in my in my eye or on my skin. And the counselor was like, dude, what are you doing? I go, dude, no, I'm going, I'm like deaf now. And I got all this <laughs> now, if you think, well, that is just an irresponsible counselor right. and you would feel unsafe. Mickey, who was Mr. D, the guy who ran the camp, Mickey uh, was his son. Uh, yeah, that's also where Mickey rolled out with an illegal Uzi, dropped the arm out of it, and began to fully automatic shoot yeah. this gun. <laughs> I mean, I'm 11 years old, oh, and there's a guy who's probably on a lot of cocaine <laughs> with an illegal Uzi, and he comes running, does a roll, and stands up. And <laughs> that's what I'm going through at 11. Can't spend money. Hell yeah. How I'm not living a life of crime after my board game molestation and my exposure to fully automatic <laughs> weapons at 11 years old, how I'm not 
insane at this age. I have no idea. I got to tell you, that sounds like an awesome time at camp. Like I, I the only it wasn't not camp, when you're 11 years old and you don't know anybody else and everybody's older than you and telling you that you're going to get killed in the woods by Jason. I was just I had to go to the YMCA camp, which was at a sleepaway camp for forever. And then when I was finally old enough, according to my parents, they sent me to SeaWorld camp. Which what is, is that? You slept. I slept at SeaWorld for like two weeks. Shut up. Hotels. Yeah, and like yeah, my brother did it too. But it's and not. Did you go to SeaWorld every day? Yeah, we went to SeaWorld and Discovery Cove when it opened. But it's. I mean, we didn't shoot guns. Did you we get to swim with dolphins? Coasters. At Discovery Cove, that whole little gimmick thing there. That's pretty cool, though. It was all right. I mm. mean, it, it's not, you're not sleeping out in the woods. Like, that sounds awesome. Listen. Sleeping out in cabins. I'm going to tell you right now. Doing stuff, you know, When girls. I went to this Boy Scout camp that you're mocking, <laughs> so I got there one day late because I went from one camp to the other, and and I Jimmy Wright, who was the guy who, who died, who was in front of me, that he was my tent mate, and I said to Jimmy, I go, so what are we signing up for? And he goes, oh, and Rambo came out, so everybody's signing up for Wilderness Survival. I said, all right, let's do it. So we signed up for Wilderness Survival. And really all that consisted of was they gave you, what are those things called that you wear on your neck when you go to the beach? You can put like all, like your stuff to keep it warm oh, yeah. in there. I know what you're talking about. But they gave you one of those in a black garbage bag. Then they put you in a Jeep or like a, like a golf cart, drove you out in the middle of the woods and said, see you tomorrow. That was it. No sleeping bag, nothing. You had the plastic and you had whatever you could fit in that little waterproof thing. Were you ever what? scared? Yeah, of course I was scared. What? So Jimmy and I... Jimmy and I were uh, were tent mates like three years in a row, and the first year I looked at him and I go, "Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to be weird about this, but I'm gonna make you a deal." And he's like, "Okay, I go," because when you had to go to the bathroom, you had to walk up the hill, probably a good a little less than a quarter of a mile to a latrine that was in the middle of the woods. So if you had to poop or pee in the middle of the night, that's what you had to do. And I to Jimmy, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna make you a deal." And he goes, "I go." If you have to go to the bathroom in the night, wake me up and I'll go with you. And he's like, okay, cool. And he's like, same thing with me. I was like, all right, good deal. And then one night, like the fourth day, Jimmy's like, I got to poop. I'm like, all right, come on. Oh, no. We got the flashlights and we walked up the hill together. And he went in there and pooped. And I sat outside on guard because he had bears. Hell he had yeah. right. Friday the 13th. He had Mike oh, Myers. Crazy counselors. Frank Krueger. Did you ever, were you ever like, I'm I'm out of here. I'm not staying here. No, because let me tell you, it was, they had, uh, it was a nice facility. Like it was a nice campground. And. Mr. Bernstein was in our campground with us, so is we did have an adult there. Spud Monday, no, no, this is the Boy Scout camp. Spes Monday was insane. Yeah, Spes yeah, Monday was like Spes Monday was when you cross over from being a boy to a man. When I went to camp Spes Monday, my mother couldn't run to the store and leave me home alone. I was ten years old, and I was like, I don't want to stay home alone. I live in a, I live in the. Uh, New York borough in, in a, a Good Times apartment building. I'm not staying here by myself. And then after three stay? weeks in Spes Monday, I was like, you can go on vacation if you want. I lived in the woods with some crazy kids from the Bronx. Because yeah. uh, your brother said that they had to come and pick you up from Camp Spes Monday. Oh, not true. <laughs> not true. Your brother texted me. Hold on. I was said we you. also had to come pick him up from Camp Spes Monday because he was too scared. Oh, because the <laughs> cocaine counselor was shooting guns everywhere. Okay. Can I explain this to you? Sure. It was Camp Spes Monday. And in my first year there, when I was 10 years old, they at night after dinner, we'd go and do activities, and then we'd go back into the mess hall, and we'd watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, they played the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, of course yeah. it's okay. terrifying. But I'm 10 years old, yeah. and when it's oh. over, you go sleep in a lean-to. Do you know what that is? Yeah. That is a three-walled, hey, not no? four-walled right. cabin, a three-walled cabin no in the woods. So you had to walk into the woods to your cabin with no adults around, and sleep there as you stare it out into the woods. But you know they were around, right? Like the they were counselors. Yeah, they were no, they watching weren't. you. They were, they were, no, they weren't. This was not. Listen to me. How many counselors do you think there was for like 
like 80 kids. Two. Four? Yeah, that's about what it was. Four. Yeah, twenty kids per counselor. They're, that's oh a classroom. God. They're in a cabin, a two-story cabin, about a quarter mile away from your lean-to, which is in the woods over here, over here, over here. There's no way. They, they, anyway, let me just bring it back. So, so the time that my brother's referring to, mm-hmm. we're in the uh, mess hall watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, no. Probably the first scary movie I've ever seen. <laughs> At some point during the middle of the movie, the counselor came with a chainsaw and scared us by cutting down the mess hall door. Yeah. That's so what we're you all do. in there watching <laughs> that's the movie. What you do. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hear, and the door oh, cuts open. They actually built a door so they can cut it down yeah. and scare the kids. I would have, oh, man, I would have I would have never been the same after that. <laughs> Great idea when you're 17. <laughs> yeah. Terrible when you're nine and a half going no. to be 10. <laughs> Dude. I was, I was like, I'm not staying here anymore. Is that how old the counselors were? Like 17, 18 years old? No, 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 no. They were in their 20s. Okay. I was nine and a half. Okay. And what I'm saying is if it was a camp for high school kids, you go, oh, you Hilarious, guys got yeah. us. I was nine years old. Trying to and a guy cut a door down with a chainsaw. <laughs> now, also keep in mind, people were banging in the movie. I'm nine watching yeah, right. this. Uh, yeah. This Although, I have to tell you, now that I'm older... Best, best camp ever, ever. Yeah, right? yeah. Not <laughs> best camp, camp ever. ever. Oh. That best camp ever was just best thing that ever happened. It, it matures you. Yeah. And it teaches you, like, but I would never do it to my kids. No. You know what no. you remember for the rest of your life? Cutting down the door with a chainsaw. Yeah. Dude, how do you remember? Yeah. Terrifying. What great memory is that? <laughs> That's great memory. What great memory is that? It's great memory. If you. somebody asked me, do you remember the scaredest you ever was? Uh, the scaredest you ever was? was. <laughs> you remember the scaredest you ever was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I got a, I got a, would you rather? Would you rather the memory of Happy Days board game with the girl or chainsaw through the door? Like one go away? Yeah, like if you could choose one to be rid of forever. Um... I don't really think about either one of them too much because it came up today. And I have to tell you, the chainsaw one made me a braver, stronger man. Braver. I would have gone to the bathroom right there. Oh, I mean, and there were kids younger than me. Dude, I would have lost my bananas. Then there was but- this guy, Dominic, who was really fat and he had a bunch of stretch marks. And they tried to convince us that one day that he was out uh, and the bear got him and scratched his belly out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but so, yeah. do you remember the scariest you ever was? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Uh-huh. So one of the kids in my in my lean to yeah. decides he wants to make a uh, a trap to catch raccoons. Okay. Okay. Because you're gonna eat them or what's happening? I have no yeah, idea. It wasn't my idea. He's in my he was in my lean to. Yeah. So fortunately in the lean to there were there was a bunk bed and a single bed. And I would always ask for the bottom bunk because sometimes at night we would sneak into a guy's lean to if he was in a single bed pick up his bed while he was sleeping and oh, carry him out in the middle cool. of the woods. Not cool. Not cool. And you wake up in the middle and you're oh in the middle God. of the woods, you're like, no. <laughs> so I learned in the second year to bicycle chain my bed to the oh. to the lean-to or, or sleep on the bottom bunk because it's impossible to remove the top bunk without waking up the bottom bunk. So I would lay in there and then I would take towels and I would put them all around so that I was like kind of walled in because the mosquitoes were so bad. So these guys decide to build this raccoon trap. So it's one of those things where they hear the raccoon, they pull the stick, and the door falls. I'm like, okay. And it's just like Galvin's like, what are you going to do if you catch a raccoon? Oh, we got one. And then let it go. You're not going to kill it. So then they're talking about it. You keep its tail. I'll keep its tail. I'm like, whatever. I'm just trying to sleep. So I'm at that stage. You know that, like, twilight sleep where you're, like, kind of half asleep and you can hear people whispering? Yeah. So I'm in there, and I'm sleeping, and it's been quiet. I would say it's probably, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And then all of a sudden, we heard... 
It, it wasn't a raccoon. Mm-mm, that it doesn't was, sound like a raccoon. It was a bear. No, thank you. Yeah, and then the best is they told us, no matter what you do, don't run from the bear because bears can run very fast and they think that they're chasing you. So we just ran. <laughs> we ran down the hill where they said not to run because a bear will run down the hill, get clumsy, and roll into you oh. and catch you. We ran down the hill into the cabin Tried to wake everybody up. Nobody really cared. And then one of the counselors was like, okay, I'll sleep in your lean-to with a gun. And the guy, we got rid of the trap, and the guy slept under the single bed with a twenty-two rifle. <laughs> I, even at nine, I was like, what do you think this you're going to do with that? that? Yeah. I couldn't even blow a hole in a two-by-four. <laughs> and The guy upstairs has got an Uzi. Why doesn't he yeah, come down with real? his Uzi mm. and sleep in the lean-to? Uh, but get a couple of those kids in the Bronx over here. They should know what to do. Give them some switchblades. Oh, man. And, and uh, so my mother sent me to a camp that had bears mm-hmm. is basically what and this And terrible counselors with Terrible counselors. Terrible counselors and a bear. Oh. So. Best camp ever, though. It really does sound like that was a lot of fun back then. There is a Facebook page dedicated to Camp's Best Monday. There so is. You on it? Do you ever comment? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I Ask me if I ever went to camp. No, you, I know you didn't. My parents loved me. <laughs> yeah. My parents loved me. I know you didn't. You would have You would have went crazy See, at Camp's Best Month. Yeah, but I, we, I, also, I also lived in Illinois, so like we did all that stuff normally. You but know did you, you didn't go to any over, overnight sports camp or anything like no, that? No, uh-uh. uh-uh. In my head, all and the only thing that happened at camp, which is why I wanted to go so bad, was everybody was hooking up with everybody, which when I finally went to camp wasn't, you know, real. dudes? Well, no, guess it was what? All, it was co-ed camps. It was like all dudes. It's Camp's co-ed. Best Monday, except for uh, except for the uh, the guy who ran his daughter, and then my buddy Hector was banging um, her. So SeaWorld was a co-ed camp. Yeah, that must have been fun. Yeah, it was all right. It was you know pretty, it was pretty lame, pretty tame and lame. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I got banging any fish. No, there's there's Camp's Best Monday. The one time they brought a helicopter in. A Vietnam helicopter in for everybody. They brought a helicopter in, and I want to say this is me right here. Look at that. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, and then the guy would tell it. They landed a helicopter. The guy went out on our baseball field and made a big circle one day and then a, <laughs> yeah, with an accident, and then a helicopter landed there. Oh, man. Anyway, camp this has, been, this has been summer camp with Mike Calda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we uh, come back from break, we got a brand-new game that we debuted yesterday called Know Your Net Worth. It was pretty good. Success. <laughs> no, your no, your net. It's not yours. No, the no, net worth. Yeah, <laughs> could be theirs if you want to. No, the net worth. Yeah, there you go. We're gonna play it again when we come back. The Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone.